Welcome to the Elijah Streams podcast. Our mission is to encourage you in your faith through a unique blend of patriotism and prophecy. And now here's your host, Steve Schultz. Well, good morning if you're watching this live. Good morning from the West Coast, the great Northwest of the United States of America. I'm Steve Schultz, founder along with my wife of both the Elijah List and Elijah Streams that you're now watching. We are in year 25 of bringing you the voice of the prophets and it's gonna be a great show today with Barry Wunsch. Gonna have a good time finding out a lot of things, uh, words for Canada as well as the United States and the nations as well. So uh, looking forward to that. Um, see if there's anything, we don't have a lot of announcements. Tomorrow uh, we have Derek Johnson on, who, you know, as you know, he's a veteran, he's a retired veteran and, or he's a veteran, not retired. He's a He's a veteran, very active, uh, and he has uh, he's very, very good, even has these executive orders by Trump memorized, executive orders that have, some of them went into place before the 2020 uh, election was ever stolen. And uh, they got things taken care of ahead of time. And uh, Derek's going to talk about that and, and how the plan is going to take back our nation. I always very encouraged, very encouraged by the time I'm done uh, watching or listening to Derek. So amazing young man, really. So, all right, I think that's it. We're going to have a quick reminder of the of the water wells we're, we're digging in Uganda. And so let's go ahead and watch that right now. Her day starts around 7 a.m. After getting dressed, she washes her face using whatever water she has left over from the night before. The rest of her morning is filled with chores. She sweeps, works in the garden, and weaves mats. Her favorite thing to do in the morning is make a hot cup of tea. One of the highlights of her day is seeing her neighbors and friends that pass by. It can get lonely being by yourself. Jaja Goretti is fortunate to have a water source in her village because of Elijah streams. Her friends and neighbors help her collect water so she can enjoy her cup of tea and care for herself. But that's not the case for everyone. Not everyone has access to a clean water source in their village. Not everyone has someone to help them. But you could be that someone. By donating towards the drilling of clean water wells in Uganda, you are helping thousands of people. You are giving them safe, clean drinking water. And we just very much appreciate your support for the for this ministry. You're not only supporting, of course, the water, but you're supporting bringing the voice of the prophets um, around the nation. We have there's 24 of us. I think that's it. Maybe some one time there's 28. I'm not in touch with the numbers right now, but uh, we get at least 24 people. Uh, we've been, like I said, this year 25. Every two weeks, they've been laid on the payroll. Uh, Every two weeks, we these people are get get paid for the different things that they do uh, to help support this ministry, and so we very much appreciate that. It's a significant part of what you give, of course. And then we uh, access we we um, we're very very generous sowing out to the to the communities around the world. So there's more things we're going to be telling you about soon. So we're they're just in development. So all right, time to bring in Barry once. So here we go. Very once, good to see you. We we got you sooner than we normally do. We got it's only been two weeks since we've had you. Usually you have to wait longer to get back on, but we got you back. 
Yeah, you know, as always, Steve, it's it's just such an honor, you know, to be with you. And and uh, you know, I just again, I, I just can't tell you how many people, you know, reach out to me and I talk to and and I had a message this morning that tell Steve, you know, how much we love oh, wow. him and how much we love Elijah streams and how grateful we are for what they do awesome. for us. Well, you know, and right back at you, man, and because I, I know it's, it's it's sometimes hard to get a representation of the whole country like we get with you for Canada. You know, different prophets will have a bent and they'll be more this way or this way. But your your heart is obviously for the nation, a uh, significant part of each time you come on, you're prophesying over Canada. Um, so many of us get U.S focused and we forget about our neighbor, especially our neighbor to the north we think well they'll you know whatever we get they'll get no these are different prophetic words sometimes and so i mean a lot of times the words for us are also the words for you i'm not don't let me say that wrong but you want you're you've got a lot of specific revelation even today uh, for canada in fact i'm going to jump into this but i want to introduce it this way if i can uh, you have an interesting way of giving a, a prophetic word and that you, 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 there's a narrative. It's almost like reading a novel. You'll start saying, I saw this and then he went to the door. It's very fascinating to me. But when you start reading this, it's like, um, that's almost like an edge of your seat thriller. But I wanted to tell people listening to when you listen to these words today, cause I have the copy in front of me, know that this ends well in other words god wins and when you, when you get to the end of the word there's not a thing like i hope this turns out okay this is a spoiler alert it turns out <laughs> i want people to know because there's some sort of edge of your seat stuff here and i want people to know that the, at the end uh, god wins and they win so i hope that's okay to say it that way yeah yeah. You know, Steve, uh, when when the Lord came to me a few years ago and, and he sat me down at three in the morning and he said, Barry, you know, I've you know, he's calling me into to what we're doing today. And uh, he says and he went through the list of the prophets. You're not you know, you're not Ezekiel and you're not Jeremiah and you're not. And he just, you know, and, and you're not Bobby Connor and you're not, you know, oh, so awesome. he, went, he went through the, the list. And he said, Barry, I've called you to, you know, to be you and uh and so uh anyway okay. i just i just remain in a place of of uh you know obedience with with what he brings and and uh you know i'm i just it, it is what it is well i mean and your, your humility stands uh, always stands out people will comment on that often and uh sometimes i call you the weeping prophet i mean jeremiah was the weeping prophet but i mean there's probably other weeping prophets but um, you don't you take the stuff to down to the heart and I think that's why God can use you and for your nation and for the US and amazing stuff. So well, I know you like to pray before as we get going here and then I'm gonna just turn this over to you and we'll go through the material. It's uh it's fascinating stuff, Barry. Okay. Well well we'll pray. Yes, ma'am. You know, uh Yeah. Father, I just thank you for uh for the day that we're living in right now and lord i'm so thankful for for your body and and each and every one that is is watching this wherever they might be and lord you know the circumstances you know what's going on in their lives you know uh you know what they're facing and what they're going through and what you've called them to and so lord i pray that today you would just come afresh upon your people 
And Lord, I pray that as we share today, Lord, that which has got life in it, the, the, the seed of God, Lord, I pray that you'd breathe upon it. Mm. Yeah. And Lord, embed, it embed it in your people. And Lord, mm. I pray that as, as things go out today, it would accomplish all that you've set it forth to do. So Lord, I just, we, we thank you for the, the host of heaven. We call them in to, today to carry this word, to carry these things, Lord, to accomplish all that you've got for them. Mm. And we just decree and declare no retaliation over us, over our families, over, over those that are engaged in you, Lord, on the front lines and, and in, in their lives, Lord, that are standing for truth, righteousness, and justice, Lord. We just lift our shields father over and above each one and lord i ask that you'd take this time and use it for your kingdom purposes in jesus name amen amen oh lord hmm. so uh so steve i'll maybe uh you know jump in with uh with you know kind of the first word there that that i'd okay. say all right uh now this came january 4th and you know i was you know sound asleep i wake up at 2 35 in the morning and the lord just <clears> starts <throat> talking to me just like boom really and so i keep my phone by my bed and uh, i you know i start making notes right away and so so this is is just how it came and uh what he said was how long shall you tolerate that spirit of Jezebel <coughs> controlling you and the altar that belongs to me? Mm. <coughs> how long shall you look the other way and let her maintain control of my house? Mm. <coughs> how long shall you permit her masquerade? <coughs> her thirst for control is unquenchable. And her tongue is filled with flattery and she's a master at disguise. Manipulation is her first language. <clears throat> and she will rule over the weak and the spineless. She will use her pawns to spy, gossip, slander, and carry out all of her plans. Her words will cut like a knife or be sweeter than honey and are equally used as deadly weapons. She's a master of deception as she slips in and out of the shadows, maintaining control no matter the cost. For the enemy has placed her and used her to resist my spirit and my people. She walks in a false authority and pulls the, the strings from backstage, trying to hide, but is in plain sight. She is as slippery as can be and is a master at twisting this and twisting that all for her advantage. Mm. It's time to hear me and it's time to hear me now. You can be sure and you can count on this. The cost shall be great. Mm. The consequences rendered for toleration and accommodation of Jezebel among you for she has been given a seat and a platform and a legal right among you and it's not from me it's time to put fear and passivity behind you 
it's time to stand up and come out from under her. Hmm. It's time to bring things into the light. It is time for no toleration. Hmm. The choice is yours. It's in your hands. For the plans that I have for you are indeed great, but shall be diminished if you allow her to prevail. Hmm. Shepherds and leaders. Hmm. It is time to count the cost. Mm. And consider your ways, for I've entrusted my children into your care, and the loss of one is too many. For I have called you and my body to prevail and to defeat the enemy, and I have called you to bring freedom to the captives, <laughs> to heal the sick, cast out demons, and raise the dead. And I've called you to proclaim the day of salvation <laughs> across the nations. I've called you to walk in signs and wonders, miracles, to touch my people oh, with my love. It is time to remove Jezebel from your midst so she cannot encumber you any longer. Oh, it is time for her to go. Oh, it is time to walk in the fullness of my spirit in this hour. Oh, ah, and holy is the word of the Lord. Yeah, that. Um, so that's the end of that one, Barry. It's a bit fascinating to me because it's talking about some specifics, but it's the whole thing is God's giving people the choice, pastors a choice, shepherds a choice, other people a choice, and yet, you know, the Lord spoke to you. You felt His heart. How how would the individual grab hold of this if they can, or is this really for leaders? Is this really only a word for leaders? Because the individual, individuals will say, how do I affect the Jezebel thing? What are your thoughts? Do you, do you know, Steve, I believe that, you know, there's definitely, you know, for leaders and, and those that have given room for this spirit to come in and, okay. and overshadow and control things out of the fear of man and out of the manipulation and the control. Uh, you know, there's definitely, you know, a, a major element of that. However, this spirit will also work on all the mountains in everyone's life if you give it a place. Yeah. And, uh, and so, you know, I think we've seen, you know, many men and women that have fallen, that have gotten terribly hurt, that have been wounded, that, you know, out of that brokenness, uh, it gives a place for this spirit to, to have an open door. <clears throat> And, and operate in a way, uh, you know, out of that brokenness to try and maintain a control that that is not theirs to to, to take. And uh, you know, and I see that a lot of times, you know, maybe decisions aren't made because of you know someone's position, you know, under this spirit that's trying to restrict this or that, or has a personal agenda somewhere along the way. And uh, so I I believe it's a a specific word to you know leaders and and you know pastors and leaders into you know the control that they allow within in the church and where they've restricted holy spirit <clears throat> because you know when he comes sometimes it gets messy and uh i think we have to come to a place where where we're okay with that yeah we can trust him when he comes yeah the whole thing of what you said and that is that the fear of man they let the fear of man 
control. It's the fear to be exposed, the fear of man. You know, I don't know. There's so many things in that. I can just, oh, I feel oh. this generalized sense of this is like if you're any, you know, someone, maybe if someone say, well, how do I know if I'm being controlled? Well, would you do something different if you weren't afraid of what men would think? And she'd go, yeah, I probably would. Then that's probably Jezebel at work. Ooh. Yes, I believe you're right, Steve. Yeah. Uh, and, you know, his, the father wants his church to be free and and to accomplish all that he has set her to do. Yeah. And, uh, you know, I think we're in a dangerous position if we allow ourselves to come under that and and restrict the word and the movement of God in, in, the, in the hour. And, uh, you know, sometimes, you know, the prophetic words, they make people uncomfortable. Yeah. There's a prophetic, you know, it makes people uncomfortable and, and, but in the, in the yeah. back, but God is bringing that forward to get us free. You know, he'll yeah. shine his light in there so we can get free. Good. Okay. All right. Well, you've got quite a word for Canada coming up here. This was um, just about a week, less than a week later of this word. Now you've got this word for Canada that you got June, I'm sorry, January 9. Yeah. So, so yeah. Steve, this, this one, we were actually in Calgary this day. And we we'd gone down to Calgary for an appointment, and we're driving back to Red Deer. You know, we got about a an hour and a half drive, and we're going down the the four lane highway. And it it's happened to me before. I'm driving along, and there's a a screen that opens up beside me as I'm driving, and I'm taken into that screen driving down the highway, and people are saying like, "How can that happen?" Well, I, I Holy Spirit can do whatever He likes. But I'm taken into this screen and I see I'm in an office on Parliament Hill in Ottawa, our federal government. And I'm taken into this office where I see three members of parliament. Wow. And, and these guys are uh, preparing some bags and briefcases and getting ready for a trip. And standing behind them were uh, three men in black. Ooh overseeing them and, and watching them prepare as they were going to go. Now, so that's about, that's a, as much as I got driving down the highway. Okay. Okay. I told, you know, I told my wife, I said, yeah, I, I just got some things going on here. I've got to pay attention. We get home, you know, we, that evening, you know, I uh, spent some quiet time with the father and, and he took me, I just felt him pulling me back into that. And so I just went down into my quiet place and, uh, you know, just got spending time with the Lord. And he took me right back, wow. right back into that room. And, and I literally, you know, I watched this thing, you know, kind of play out. So here's, here's what it was. These, these men in black, they're standing in this office. There's three members of parliament, uh, you know, elected officials. And, you know, my my sense was that as they were packing, getting ready for this trip, that there was a bit of a realization that, oh my goodness, have we gone too far? And there really wasn't going to be an easy way out for them. Like even if they wanted to change their mind and not participate in in you know where they were at, they were now being used as pawns. Ooh, to do some things that potentially could change things forever within the nation. And so, you know, I'm watching them and, and I, they were handed, you know, these, you know, packets of flight information and 
itineraries and special instructions for the mission. And each of them were handed a thick uh, blue book, you know, a blue cover on it. And they were, it was probably about inch and a half thick. Thanks for listening. The Elijah Streams podcast is made possible by donations like yours. To become a partner, go to ElijahStreams.com slash give. And uh, kind of like a binder. And on the front of the, the cover, there was uh, the UN, you know, United Nations emblem. And below it, it said uh, WEF Forum Forum 2023. And these books, you know, they'd been prepared and given to these members of parliament, and they were full of yellow sticky notes, like page markers, and highlighted segments that in particular were of great relevance to Canada. And they were each also given a, a... large manila legal sized envelope and there was a draft copy of a you know an agreement or agreements for them to review prior to going to these meetings and signing now it was actually only really a formality as in fact they really didn't have a choice to change or alter that document anyway it was it was only for optics, you know. The decision you're saying they were on the, on the way to something that they had to attend. They were gonna have have to sign something. It was, but you're saying Correct. it was already decided. They had no choice. They had no power to resist. It- Correct. 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 And I will share. I you know I didn't put it in my notes, but I will share it here. There were two segments within that document that I saw, and one was. Uh, Basically, one was an environmental treaty, mm. and another was a, a health treaty. Oh, wow. And uh, so that was part of their, you know, this this agreement that they were going to be, you know, kind of participating in. Yeah. So I'm watching them pack this stuff up, and then I was actually stepped out of their out of that office into a hallway. And, and down I came into another office and kind of receptionary, and you could kind of feel a turmoil in the air. And there was a, you know, there's a desk and usually a receptionist, but she wasn't there, but there was a man in black standing in her place. Now, from this little reception area, there was an adjoining office and the door was wide open between and there I saw uh, Justin Trudeau and uh, there were you know a few more of these men in black and you know Justin appeared to be really intoxicated and kind of hard to control and was acting you know kind of like a childish teenager you know wasn't getting his way and uh, you know so he was kind of walking around the room and having you know his little you know episode but these men in black, they kind of went about their business and they just started packing him up ready to go because he wasn't in in condition or shape to do it himself. Mm. So he, you know, his behavior was erratic, uh, kind of all over the top. It was, a, you know, kind of a dramatization of, you know, kind of felt like an emotional instability. Mm. And uh, anyway, as this was going on, one of the men uh, that was there you know, he picked, he was making a few phone calls, you know, coordinating, you know, some things that were going along. 
But I saw that, you know, Justin was clearly a puppet for what was about to take place and what was taking place. Now, there was a man standing in the corner and he was, an, he was a United States American agent. <clears throat> and he had this uh, lanyard on hmm. and identification, you know, for his security uh, badge and that, you know, middle-aged man. I'd, well, I'd say he'd probably be in his early mid-60s, you know, fairly lean uh you know tight you know very crisp haircut and you know a bit of gray uh but he definitely had some authority and he was in that room uh on behalf of the biden <clears throat> regime that would bring an accountability to justin trudeau that he would fulfill his commitment <clears throat> in these meetings to proceed as things were planned and uh, I knew, you know, in the, I knew in the spirit that as Canada went first, it was kind of like a first move and the America, like the Biden group was hoping to, you know, they, they had similar plans. I'll put it that way. Okay. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So the more I watched, it was harder to say if, you know, Justin's unusual behavior was from a drug or alcohol impairment or if it was kind of a, a mental health breakdown. Hmm. But regardless, you know, he was not in good shape. And, you know, it was clear that that, uh, that Justin did not have control of his office or his government. And uh, he was a managed uh, asset and was being used to give access to Canada and all that she is and all that she holds as a nation. And can Canadian, Canadian sovereignty was really hanging in the balance. So, you know, I'm watching all this happen and then boom, I'm taken into the spirit, into the, to a level of the atmosphere. And I watched as an angelic host began coming in over Canada. And Steve, there were as many, I mean, there were so many, as far as my eye could see, they were coming in preparing wow. Battle. And they have these, uh, they, they look like a metallic, you know, kind of armor. Mm. And they had like chrome silver arms and, and legs, but their, their breastplate and, and their, their shield was just a bright, a bright red, like the Canadian flag. And uh, these, these guys, they were coming in, preparing for battle, taking a formation. And there was no way that Canada was prepared for what was coming. Because from what I could see in the natural, Canada wouldn't stand a chance, you know, to, to, to fight and to win the battle on her own. And it would take the deployment of this angelic host to assure the victory. And, uh, you know, we were, you know, the, the, this, this angelic host, they, they came in and they were created for this moment in history. So I watched as they came in and they, they were taking their, their formation and they were waiting for the Lord God Almighty, for the Lord of hosts to release them <clears throat> to do his bidding. So I could see that once they were released, things would happen fast. And I watched this coming together and, and I could hear a travailing in the spirit of the saints you know, the intercession. Now, there weren't many, but the sound that they were releasing 
you know, from that place of travail and prayer, it penetrated time and space, and it moved the Father's heart for the nations. Wow. And as I'm watching this, the, the, the Holy Spirit spoke to me, and he, he gave me this word. And this is exactly, you know, how it came that morning. Canada, this land that I love, the true north, strong and free. I have called you and you are mine. Canada, it's time to turn your hearts to me. For what is coming, Canada, you are not prepared. Ooh, there's a remnant in this land that has stirred my heart, who have cried out day and night on your behalf. And the trees that you thought would give you shelter are not what you thought they were. In fact, they're rotten to the core. So Canada, the political trees in your nation shall be pulled up and out, for they are in my way for what I'm about to do. For I am reestablishing righteous government over this nation. And it's not going to look as you suppose or as in days gone by. For you cannot do this through a political spirit. It cannot be done. For the only way that this will come to pass is by my spirit. Canada, take to your knees. Mm. Come draw close to me. <clears throat> and incline your heart to mine. For from that place I shall prepare you. And I will equip you for the days ahead. I cannot promise that it will be easy. But I can promise you that I will be with you all the way. So fear not and abide in my love for you. For I shall sustain you and protect you. For I shall be by your side no matter what. I will never leave you and I will never forsake you. Nor shall I turn my back upon you. So stand strong. Stand in faith and come unto me and I will fill your lamp with oil. And I will sustain you all the days of your life. And holy is the word of the Lord. Wow, intense. You know, and this part, I just marked it where he said, um, Canada, Canada, the political trees in your nation shall be pulled up. Um, basically, he's saying you can't win this politically. Am I saying that? He, there's no way that politically you're going to overcome this. You, you know what, what what I see in this, and then as he took me in, the the roots of these trees are not found. They're they're not grounded in in the foundations that our nation was was established in in yeah. the Lord. And uh, you know, in fact, they're they're operating from a a very unholy spirit. Mm. And uh, and part of the globalist, like uh, you know, they're 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 bought and owned. Yeah. Weighed and measured, and yeah. uh, and I believe you know God. God is going to deal with this. I have a question for you, um, because obviously Trudeau has been has played the part of either a fool or foolishness or or evil. When you saw that he had no control, that he was a puppet. Yeah. When you were in the experience of seeing that, was there? compassion for him or was it just a reality the, the that he's he's bought and paid for it has you know just a fact you know what the broken i guess i if you go the cut deeper the brokenness 
that was upon him and within him that had brought him to the place that he asked today. Uh, you know, he, but but he has given in to that. He is, mm -hmm. you know, he is, he is in agreement. Like he he's made some deals. <laughs> you know, in many ways. Yeah. No, really, I'm sure. For the position that he's in, and uh, and so, you know, the day like he he was, you know, I think in a state where you can't do that forever and not have an effect upon you. Yeah. You know, I I don't believe you can. Well, yeah, and I mean, I mean, I'm hearing you loud and clear. He he did this. He did this to himself. He accepted the deal. He made yeah. the deal. He preserved himself, and now he's now there's no way out for him. Yeah, yeah, and once you're in so far, uh, you know, it's going to come at a very high cost to get out. Of yeah. And, wow. Uh, and so even you know a couple of years ago, you know, I think it might have hit even your news where you know he'd made a deal with the chinese government yeah bring their military in to do you know basically training winter training on canadian soil is that i mean that actually has been proven that he did that, that has he brought been, them in to train that has been proven and and you know along with that brought a jeopardy of probably canadian intelligence you know and the things that go on within the canadian system and uh you know even steve even within the last few weeks we've had reports come i've had people call contact me where where there are i'm, I'm getting reports of of chinese troops on the ground here in canada i know you report i know you reported that before i didn't know if it had stopped because i hadn't heard about that for a while yeah yeah so uh so you know this stuff is coming to light and uh you know, I think it won't be long and it will be on, you know, it'll be, it'll be across the news. Yeah, I'm startled yeah. that it's taken this long to do it. Well, you know, back to, to Trudeau for a minute. I think, you know, maybe I'll, I can only speak for myself and not anybody else, but, you know, I don't know Trudeau except by appearance and you see him speaking, but they're not, that doesn't involve us. So I don't listen that much, but he's this relatively handsome soft-spoken um dressed to the t all of that he just seems like this mellow guy but now we've come to learn it's like he's evil to the core he's behaving evil to the core yeah you know it's just like you know when he was taking making sure people's bank accounts were attached and truckers were arrested and yeah um that's just evil yeah. Yeah. And the, the interesting thing about that is if you look through, you know, I looked through, had someone send me, a, I think it was about four pages of all of the, you know, the things that, uh, you know, he's breached or, you know, some of the things that he's done that, you know, are provable. I mean, that are, mm -hmm. are on record. And yet uh, there's been no accountability or no justice held you know, kind of against some of those those acts. Uh, Barry, real quick, is it? Do you think the reason that that the political sphere didn't come against him and somehow take him out politically is because so many others are bought and paid for already too? In other words, yeah, they're I, just in it as deep as he is. Yeah, I believe there's that, and I also believe that Dominion voting machines oh, <clears> have, have had a, an influence on our last few elections. 
Yeah, so they got the right people in or the wrong people in, however you say that. They got the evil people, basically. Yeah. People that were already bought and paid for, I'm guessing, from... Yeah. Yeah, so so the Lord, he he sees it all. And he's a God of justice. And he loves this nation. And and he's got a call and a destiny upon Canada and upon the people of Canada. Very good. And we, we, we will come out of this. So encouraged to hear about the hosts of heaven landing and coming in in massive numbers. Oh. I mean, did it seem like we, so big you couldn't count it, that kind of thing? Steve, as far as I could see on the horizon. I mean, they were, and they were, it wasn't like they were, they were shoulder to shoulder. Really? You know, it, it wasn't like they were spread out, you know, here and there. They were coming in a formation as far as my eye could see, the east to the west. Wow. I mean, as far as I could see, man, they they were coming. They were they were ready for business. <clears throat> and so, so I think, I think we might have, you know, the next six months, I believe, are might be a little bit, you know, kind of interesting, but but the Lord's rolling this thing out. Oh wow. Okay. Oh. All right. Um January 13th. What was yeah. the other one? Yeah. So, okay. so this one. This one, Steve, you know, uh, I was in a time of, you know, spending some time just in worship and and soaking, you know, just spending time with the Lord. And yeah. uh, and as I'm, you know, just in his presence, boom, I was taken into a room where there was this great big round uh, vault door. And it was, you know, approximately, I'd say about 12 feet tall probably about you know two feet thick you know it was partially open and uh you know i'm in this little room and you know kind of looking at this and in an instant i was taken out of that room and outside of this building just for a second or two and the building that i was in was actually the pentagon okay actually the american pentagon And just as fast as I was taken outside, boom, I was back in the vault, in that vault area. And so I'm there and, you know, this door is open a little bit. And I was able to to see, you know, and it was a a highly secure storage vault. And down both sides of the room, there was racking. And then I'd say about a dozen rows uh, of racking, you know, in between. And it was basically like file, file storage, you know, full of boxes and, and, uh, you know, archives, I guess you'd say. So I heard a rustling in the vault and, you know, I'm looking and I saw, you know, a bit of movement. And as I got closer to the door, there was a man, you know, and he was going through, you know, some of these file boxes and he had one of those uh, push carts, you know, like oh, you yeah. see library you know i mean yeah and uh you know a shipping area he he had this push cart with him and so as he went through these file boxes uh you know he was kind of loading you know loading this this trolley up and you know he appeared you know kind of nervous and a bit fidgety and you know he's trying to move kind of quickly you know there was no one with him you know he was by himself you know there was no one you know that i could see in sight or or in the area but when he had kind of gathered you know, together, all that he was looking for, uh, he came out of this, you know, vault with this cart full of these boxes. 
closed the door and then there was this uh you know security deal and beep 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 you know he pushed his little security code and you know the thing locked and he went down a hallway into another room where he he had these big rugged plastic looking bins help elijah streams continue to reach people around the world all donations go toward making elijah streams and the elijah streams podcast possible visit elijahstreams.com give and become a partner today and so he took uh you know these these boxes and put them in these, these plastic bins or tubs you know closed them up and i mean they were heavy duty yeah. and he this high-tech kind of security clip that he sealed it with you know, to, uh, you know, it was something that I'd never seen before. And uh, so anyway, he, you know, clipped these, these bins together and then he pulled out three cell phones and uh, on two of the phones, he actually began to send some messages. And so Steve on the first phone, you know, I could see the, the face of his phone as he, you know, lit it up and was going to go. And uh, I saw Chinese font you know like where you see the contact name yeah send it to and anyway i seen him you know send that one and then i actually was taken and i saw ping i saw this phone uh light up and there's this chinese official that received his message <clears throat> and it was clear that things were in play and this guy was going to be the recipient of these sensitive files that had just been pulled. And it the wasn't Chinese, the Chinese one was going to be the recipient. Is that what you're saying? Correct. Correct. Okay. And so, you know, I'm there. And the next thing I know, I'm kind of in a back, uh, you know, loading bay. And this white, you know, plane service van backed up into loading bay. And this guy rolls out here with this cart. And within a minute, you know, they loaded these bins <clears throat> into the back of this white van. And they were whisked away. Now, now there are other people, you know, in the bay working, and but this guy was as cool as a cucumber. You know, he was working in plain sight. Uh, you know, just you know, but he had he made was, everything look routine. I gotta ask you this question: When you see that vision and this particular vision, is it so clear that in your mind, if you ever saw that man again, you could identify him? Is it that clear? Whoa! Uh, yes. That clear. Whoa. Yes. Yes. Wow. Yeah. So the next thing I see was a man in black and I seen his cell phone go off. Ping. And it was just as I watched the first and this one, uh, it was actually Joe Biden's chief of staff. So the guy, you know, he, he texted the Chinese official. And then he texted Joe Biden's chief of staff to let him know that things were in play and things were on right to the Chinese. And so he, this, this guy, he got his message. And uh, then I watched him message uh, and I saw his phone, you know, I mean, as he brought it up in his contacts, I saw Hillary Clinton. <clears throat> and he basically messaged her to bring her up to speed with what was going on. Now, in the spirit, I knew that, you know, it's one of these things that you just know, like it's like a word, like you just know, 
but I, I there was an investigation that I knew was going on and it was getting too close. And these guys were forced to make a, you know, a high risk play Ooh. to try and, you know, avoid, you know, obviously some consequences and some actions that, that had happened there or, or information that was shared that was very, uh, very sensitive. So anyway, then the Lord gives me this word. And he says, Barry, tell my people that there is nothing done in darkness that won't be brought into the light. Tell my people that I'm going to connect all the dots. <clears throat> Barry, tell my people that the greatest security breach in American history will soon be on display for the nations to see. Wow. <clears throat> uh, there, wow. Will be, there will be nothing left to the imagination espionage and treason are the highest at the highest levels shall be held to account no longer shall it be hidden and swept under the carpet <clears throat> those days are done those days are behind you prepare for the changing of the guard oh for there will not be one enemy left by the time i'm done wow they will try to run, resign, or retire, but to no avail, for there is nowhere they can hide from me. For in corruption, they removed good men and women from places and positions of high authority to stack their deck, to play their game. So let it be known <clears throat> and let it be clear that on this day, I am calling the righteous back into position and back into place and once again america will know the power and might of my hand wow there is nothing that has been compromised that i cannot use for my glory there is no breach that i cannot handle the investigation is about to escalate so prosecutors prepare how evidence is coming your way and justice is about to be served how huh. and holy is the word of the lord and i you know it's the second time i've seen this but uh that's only three days old that revelation is three days old yeah you got the 13th this is the 16th and it says this investigation is about to escalate. But I, these are the two things I circled. Uh, you said, for there will not be one enemy left by the time oh. I am done. I thought, are you, are you kidding? That's, a, that's amazing. And then this other one, I love this, what God says here. This is a quote from the Lord. There is nothing that has been compromised that I cannot use for my glory. There is no breach that I cannot handle. That is such good news. Because otherwise we would say it's all over. All of our enemies have all of our secrets. It's all over. No. The Lord's saying no. 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 That's such good news. Yeah. 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 You know what? I mean, it just, uh, he, he wants his people to know that as this stuff is falling out, as this stuff is coming, that he's, he, he, is, he is lighting it up. And those ones that had been removed that were, where, you know, I felt that there was a remnant group of leaders within the services 
that the you know this this Biden administration, the, the, this this regime, systematically removed to get them out of their way, so that they could do what they wanted to do without interference. But God's bringing those ones back. The changing of the guard is coming, and uh, and they're going to come back, and they're they're going to they're not going to let this go. I have one question to ask to clarify. When they were secreting um, secrets out of the Pentagon, getting it into this white van, yeah. Did you do I understand that they were rushing to do that uh, because they were about to be caught and they were trying to not be caught? Is that what this was? That, was that, that, that's what I, that's what I saw. Okay. There was there there was something that was was getting too close to them. This investigation of this. The heat was coming too close, and they were feeling jeopardized. They, they, it was almost like, "Oh, we got to get rid of, get rid of a bit of the trail here, because you know it won't be good for us." Okay. If it's, if it's discovered and brought to light, and and obviously the Lord has has got other plans. <laughs> yeah, yeah, really, really good news, good news. And it's not like you knew where that white van was going, right? No, no. It's just they're trying to seek it away, so. Yeah, probably next to his, probably parked next to his Corvette. <laughs> his garage. Oh, I'm sorry, I couldn't help it. <laughs> next to my vet by those boxes over there. Maybe it was. We'll see. <laughs> Wouldn't that be great if those were the boxes that were uncovered? That'd be fast, fantastic. So, all right. Okay. Wow. Now this next one is this the one for Canada? Is this actually for Canada? Primarily, this number four. Do you know this one, Steve? Uh, I was brought into it in in our region, but it's bigger than our region here in. And, yeah. And on this one, so people would know, it says January twenty one, but you put twenty eighteen. So this is an older revelation. Yeah. That you're sharing today. Yeah. So Steve, I you know I had this uh, this dream in twenty eighteen, January January twenty first. And last week, it, it just, it, it, it's been bubbling up in me again. It's been kind of stirring up in me. Okay. And so as I've been preparing and looking at it coming and sharing with you today, I felt that I was to, to bring in and share it. I don't think I've actually shared it publicly like this ever before. Okay. And so even though it's, it's a dated, uh, you know, it, it goes back a while, um, you know, it really hasn't been shared on a, yeah. on a broader scope, but but in this dream, I was taken into, an, a, it was like an abandoned oil refinery and tank farm on the edge of, of a, a large city. And, you know, it had kind of been put into mothballs. It hadn't been really maintained or, or used, uh, you know, in a long time. And so as I drove into the yard, you know, there's, there's this gravel, you know, kind of, it's got the chain link fence and the gates and everything. But the ground was so soft and it had ruts in it from hmm. you know, big trucks that had come and gone that you actually had to be kind of careful because if you caught the ruts of someone that had previously gone, you know, you weren't, you know, you're going to be kind of stuck. Can, can, can I ask you this, Barry? Are you describing in that an actual literal place or is this symbolic? This is, this is symbolic. Okay, okay. Yeah, this is symbolic. And so, so I think, you know, as we look at things and where those have gone, you know, different moves, different movements, different things that have happened in, in years past, uh, you know, they served a purpose in their day. But, you know, in the kingdom of God, everything is always constantly moving and fresh and, 
and and evolving. And so as I drove into this yard uh, and this tank farm, you know, some of these tanks are like 200 foot in diameter. Mm-hmm. And I, I don't know if you got them in America, but here in Canada, mm-hmm. they'll take like 10, 20 acres and and they'll have, you know, full of these big tanks. You know, they're 20 feet high or 30 feet high. Like they're big. And, uh, you know, they store oil in them, you know, obviously till, you know, they get processed or get shipped. But what was interesting as I came into this place, these tanks, they were not spread over the 20 acres. They were stacked one upon mm. another. And in fact, as, as I drove up to them, you know, they were somewhere, you know, 12 high, somewhere 20 high, and they were in the shape of <clears throat> an old church or an old cathedral. You know how they, you know, they, they've got kind of that step. Yeah. yeah. And uh, now they were, they were old, they were corroded, they were rusty, you know, they haven't really been maintained. And on the end of them, there was a five-story office building that, you know, it, it hadn't really been occupied for a while, it had been abandoned. But there were a few people that, you know, were getting there and arriving and they were turning on the lights and preparing to clean it up to get it recommissioned. And I believe that the, 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 this five-story office, I believe that actually is in relationship to the fivefold ministry. Okay. That God is pulling back together to operate for the era and the days that we have ahead of us. And, uh, and so, you know, where we've got, you know, a, a blending together of, of the gifts that, that he's intended to build and equip the church. Yeah. Wow. So, so as we came in, uh, we were actually taken and to this uh, basement of this place. And it was like an old hospital, you know, kind of the, the grayish green old, you know, colors from the forties and fifties. Yeah. Very kind of dreary and, and institutional. Mm-hmm. And, you know, the ones that were there, uh, you know, they were very kind of anemic. You know, they, they've been just kind of doing the basics to kind of keep it, keep it running. But it kind of felt, you know, like if you've been in a parkade, you know, they've got those concrete columns to hold up the, the floors. You know, there's this building, like there was a lot of weight, you know, on this place. And so it had these concrete pillars. And, and so uh, we're in there. And we had uh, set up a table and we had, you know, new garments and new clothes and new mantles, you know, essentially to, to start putting on people and fit them with new clothes and refresh them and love on them so mm. that they could be all that they could be for what is about to come and, and the new oil and the freshness that God is about to, re- to release. And they were so, you know, they brightened up, they were thankful and they began to kind of come up come with life now there was a first nation group they set up a table beside us as well and they had a table full of these most beautiful blankets and coverings and so they came and they began to love on these ones as well and there was just a such a a merging of the hearts in in a common you know foundational way for what's about to be released you know in the nations so we're there and this little 10 year old boy comes running into the basement he's all excited you know, he's never been here before and, and he was just ready to go and just full of enthusiasm. But, you know, he was hungry and was hoping the cafeteria was going to be open and, and was wanting to eat. But what I saw in that, Steve, was there's a movement coming within the youth 
of our nations. There's no such thing as junior Holy Spirit. And the kids are going to come and they're going to step into things in a purity without the filters, the religious filters that, you know, some of us older ones have had to kind of get through or, or are still kind of working out. And so that freshness and that enthusiasm, <laughs> the impartation that's going to be coming to the youth, you know, in this day is going to be really great. And I think you're going to see these young ones coming. They'll be surprised. They'll be coming with words. They'll be doing signs. Yeah. You know, I mean, they're, they're going to fulfill a great, a great part of the commission. So anyway, these big oil tanks, I knew they were full of anointing oil. Like year after year, oil had been poured out into them. But even though the, the tanks were, you know, stacked on one, one another, they weren't like the valves between them, like they were shut. Mm. And so the unity in the oil that was created to flow wasn't able to flow. And so I saw that, you know, these denominations, these movements, these churches, these, these different things, they'd kind of acted independently looking after their own interests rather than, you know, maybe walking in kingdom and unity, <clears throat> which I believe is where God has taken us. So, so here, you know, in, in that moment, I said that there were, there was more than enough oil, you know, I mean, for, for here in Alberta or Canada, or, but, but th there's enough oil to be exported to the nations. And so just as oil is refined in heat and fire, you know, there's a bit of a process. God has been working in our hearts and the hearts of his people through pressure and discomfort, you know, that he's kind of preparing us to walk in a love that we wouldn't maybe necessarily get if we hadn't been through some of the fire. So, you know, whether it's family stuff, financial stuff, health issues, relationships, uh, you know, these kind of things bring an extreme pressure. And at times, you know, we think we're just not going to make it. But if we embrace it and we surrender to the Father in it, he'll take that pressure and he'll bring an oil out of it. He'll bring a love and an anointing that will touch and, and bring freedom to many. So as we're created to carry the love of God, you know, we're going to see life come to the places that we're called to occupy. So out of, out of this structure, I saw actually a pipeline being built. And it was an open trench. And, uh, you know, basically they're dropping pipe in and, and they're welding, you know, stem to stem wow. to, carry, to carry this oil. Now, when, when you weld something together, I mean, you got fire, you know, you got heat, you got, you know, they weld mm -hmm. it, they heat it with a hammer, they pressure test it. And I think this is where it's so important for us right now as a people and as a body to walk in unity mm. together, that where we're joined together, that we can withstand the pressures that come in love to fulfill what he's got for us. So, so anyway, uh, because the pressure will come, you know, it's not if it's going to, it's just a matter of time. Yeah. So, so I believe that, that God is preparing us with a fresh oil that is going to be released and a restoration of unity within the body so that we can fulfill the mandate that he has for us. And so, you know, I, I believe, and, and I just think that there's a, a prosperity that's coming. I think that there's healing, there's, there's restoration coming. 
as we walk in a humility and in a righteousness that will flow through the nations. And uh, so, so that's basically, Steve, what, what wow. I wise with that. I, I want to ask a question on this. Um, back to this part where you said the tanks, which are all stacked and there's no flow in between them. It says the tanks are, I saw the tanks as denominations, movements, not just denominations, but movements yeah. and churches. So none of them are working together. They're all acting independently. I also recently heard, I think it might have been Kent Christmas or someone like Hank, probably Kent, but, but um, the word was God's not this next move of God, not man's move, but his next, God's not going to be working. It's not... I don't want to put words in his mouth. It was God wasn't going to be working through denominations. It didn't mean he were he wasn't working through the people in those denominations. But he said, "I'm not." It was like they're going. He's not going to be working through denominations. What What do you sense? What did you sense about uh, the fix? If I because because there were no connections between these tanks, and you saw them as denominations. Um, yeah. What What can you say about any of that? Well, Steve, I, I think that even in the day that we're in right now, you know, with the shaking that's going on and and, and you're seeing uh, you're seeing some turmoil go on within different areas of the body where God is bringing things to light so that they can, yeah. there could be a purity and a, and a, you know, back to the first love, you know, rather than building an individual kingdom, you know, of, of a denomination or a, a church or whatever, but but a kingdom mentality that goes beyond that. Um, you know, I look, you know, the, the 12 tribes of Israel, you know, they were all, they were all different. They had different names. They had different calls. They had different purposes. Mm -hmm. They weren't threatened by one another. You know, they were, they, they were given uh, a mandate and a destiny, you know, and I, I don't think it's any different body to body or, or denomination to denomination where they'll have a different influence into an area. Uh, but I think that there's going to be a coming down of the wall. <clears throat> you know, some of the judgments back and forth as we see God start to pour out his spirit upon his people. Okay. And, uh, you know, his Holy Spirit, he's He's not a restrictor or a respecter of persons. He will feed the hungry. He'll fill an empty vessel. <clears throat> and uh, and I believe he's doing that right now. Good. Good. Uh, you've got on your notes here, do, do you have any update uh, on anything else in Canada? What what can you tell us about what's going on there? Do you know, Steve, uh, I mean, I've got, you know, I put out, you know, as you know, I mean, we share these things and, and I have people reaching out to me, uh, you know, on a, on a consistent basis, you know, validating some of the things that we've seen. Mm -hmm. So I'm talking, there's government officials. <clears throat> There's different ones in different, you know, uh, uh, institutions also within our, yeah, our nation yeah. that that will validate what we're seeing as right. And I, I, there's a couple. I just I want to, you know, we got one brother of ours, and he's just a dear, dear brother. And uh, I can't name him by name, and I can't, I can't you know, but I, you know, we gotta have to protect him. But they are, they've got a heart for kids. And, and so they actually, have, you know, are uh, involved in rescuing uh, children from human trafficking and, and sexual trafficking. And, uh, 
they're doing a magnificent work and the humility in which they they operate is just they're precious precious people and they are under a ferocious attack right now mm. and so i just want to say i mean if we can pray you know i just want to lift them up in prayer and then just you know lift them up because what they're doing in, in saving children and standing for you know protecting and seeing them restored and seeing them brought into the love of god uh it is absolutely beautiful and and so i just want to you know share that we, we need to lift these ones up they're, they're involved in canada uh also you know they are in other nations i can say that uh and they're very effectual at what they do and the enemy is just coming at them hard to impede what they are called to do mm. And so uh, I just, you know, I honor them and, and, and their involvement and how they've, they've come into uh, just the obedience of the Father and what he's called. Now, you know, on, on, and I always, you know, mentioned a little bit earlier, but, you know, we have had some reports come back uh, through, you know, some channels, you know, involving the Canadian military and uh, some things that they're preparing for. And uh, I can't. You know, I can't really go any farther than that, but, you know, we, we, we need to be praying. We need, you know, as the Lord has kind of shared through these words is that we have to, uh, we, we, we need to be on our knees here. Uh, you know, I always, you know, I also mentioned, you know, we've had a couple of reports come back of guys that were out hunting and, uh, you know, out in the bush, some in Northern Canada and some in, in the South, you know, one end of the country to the other and uh they're out there you know hunting and they come across a rise and there's a there's a, a camp of of uh chinese chinese military people and the one group they'd sent a drone in to take some pictures and you know they they've they've came across they saw it by their own eyes they thought we got to get out of here and they thought well let's just send a drone in so they sent a drone in and we're taking some pictures and the drone just went it just disappeared um you know so so this is you know this is so there's you know we're there's some things going on behind the scenes where you know i think you're gonna you know hopefully we can see some of this go you know public with with uh footage but uh you know, there's other things with the united nations that that we're hearing you know uh rebranding uh you know rebranding vehicles and stuff to to their their means uh, we've got a, a deal in in Winnipeg, which is in the middle of the nation, that's being built as a environmental enforcement facility, uh, like a police station, environmental police, and and this facility, Steve, it's it's not just office buildings. This is detainment. This is uh, holding cells. This is an enforcement facility that uh, is very very concerning and and so if in fact our nation does come into agreements with uh you know the the wef and the who and and these kind of people and, and come into the environmental treaties in which they are, are planning uh you know these guys would have the authority to come onto the farms would have the authority to come in and say okay you're not following the new rules of carbon capture or carbon restrictions or you know and and literally you know enforce 
you know, some of those things. Well, I mean, it certainly needs to amplify our prayers. And I, I, I do take hope in that word where you saw angelic hosts without number, shoulder to shoulder, come yeah. in and is going to take care of business. And you, yeah. the word was, there's no political solution here. So that's right. God, you know, exactly. so God shows up. So that's yeah, where that's, I'm going to, we should yeah, put hope right. and keep praying and praying because God uses those prayers, you know. It's yeah, like the gas in the spirit, our prayers. We don't want to just say because God's doing it, we don't have to. He, it's like we become the fuel, as it were, for these angels and all of that. I don't know. Any other thoughts on that? Well, we've been given an authority as we go into prayer and as we go in in intercession. We've been given an authority to deal with some, you know, this stuff. Good. And, and as we as we take, so I, I see as God brings this stuff to the surface, yeah. and, he, and He's showing us, okay, now you got a target. Yeah. What are you going to do about it? Yeah, that's and, good, Barry. You know, and so, you know, we were in a, you know, in Canada, you know, our free speech is, is really getting restricted. And without, without free speech, you know, you you have tyranny. And, and so, you know, my, you know, I just, I feel that, you know, Lord open the eyes and hearts of your people that, mm. that, that we can see and, and stand up you know, to the control, the, the, the things that are kind of going, like, give us the courage. Because we can pray, we can do all that, but we also, there is also an element mm. of standing up. And so I pray that the Lord would raise up those in the right places to stand for the kids, to stand for the speech, to stand in all these places that they could do what's right. So good. Well, Barry, you want to pray for the people as we close this out? Yeah, it would be my, my honor. Yeah. But Father, I just... Father, I thank you again for what you're doing within our nations. And uh, yeah. I'm just so thankful for Elijah's streams and, yeah. and the conduit that they are, Father, to, to bring uh, truth to your people and, and to bring insight that wouldn't come another way. So, Lord, I just pray that you would not withhold one good thing yes, from Lord. Steve and his wife and yeah. his family and the team there, Lord. Lord. I bless them. I bless all that they're doing to help in these other communities and nations, Lord. Yeah. They're just such precious, precious, uh, laid down lovers of you, Lord, that have surrendered it all. So, Lord, I just pray, Father, for your favor upon favor to continue to open things up for them in the days ahead. And, Lord, I pray for each and every family here right now, Lord, today that is watching this and maybe feeling overwhelmed and concerned. And they've got battles of their own, Lord, whether it's with family members caught in, in, in addictions or in hard places mm. in hell. Lord, I just pray that by your mighty grace and goodness, Lord, that you'd bring breakthroughs, that you'd bring healing, that you'd bring encounters, Lord, to your saints, Lord, each and every one that's watching, fulfill the desires of their heart, Lord. Bring them into their perfect alignment that they could fulfill the destinies that you have upon them. Yes, Lord. Lord, just come in your goodness and your grace, Lord, and just overshadow each and every one. Lord, uh, we just love you, Father. We love Sorry. you. We love you. We love you, Lord. Without your presence, we can do nothing. Yes, Lord. Lord and if you don't go before us, we just don't want to go there. Mm. So, Lord, we surrender unto you. And but, but, Lord, we say we'll go where you lead. Mm -hmm. We will not hold back, Lord. We will. We will. We will go where you lead. So, Father, thank you again for this time. I pray that this word would be sealed. These words would be sealed, and they would accomplish all that you've. Set them out to do on this day. In Jesus' name, amen. 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 
Thank you, Barry, so much. I appreciate it very much. A uh, quick reminder, everyone, that Derek Johnson will be with us tomorrow morning, same time, same place at 11 a.m. Uh, Barry, give our love to your wife and family and team. We appreciate you very much. Canadian Hammer, is that that's at Facebook? Is that on Telegram? What are, where, where is yeah, the Canadian, Canadian Hammer? Uh, the Canadian Hammer on Facebook, the Canadian Hammer on uh, Telegram and on uh, Truth uh, Social. Good. Uh, you can find me on, on those places. Good, good, good. All right, man, love you. Uh, we will see you all then again tomorrow at 11 o'clock a.m. Pacific time. See you there. Have a great day. Bye-bye. This has been Elijah Streams. Thanks for listening. For more episodes like this, you can listen to the Elijah Streams podcast at ElijahStreams.com on Apple, Google, and Spotify. Join us live every weekday at 11 a.m. Pacific time at ElijahStreams.com on Rumble and Facebook. Elijah Streams is part of Elijah List Ministries. Go to ElijahStreams.com slash give to become a partner today.